Greetings. Today I was feeling like there was something that needed to be said and I wasn't totally sure what it was I was going to say. So I've been sitting thinking, looking at some stuff. Basically it comes down to dealing with the reality that the purge has started. It's the end. We've been told for over a year that this is the new normal, which is going to be watching people die. I've gone through in, in previous podcasts and I've read through the interviews with Kissinger where he says the purge will start with a vax, or excuse me, a virus or something, a few waves to get the things going. I've talked through Albert Pike's plan for three world wars. And I want to just make sure I'm clear on something. That's the enemy's plan. That's their plan. But it matches up with what we are told will happen in the end of days when Jesus tells us in the Gospels, what we see in the books of Ezekiel, Isaiah, Daniel. And I stay away from Revelations too much because I'm not sure about Revelation. It feels to me like there's an element of that that either has already happened, so maybe it will play again, or that it's also their version. So I try and stay in focus on what we have from, like I said, Daniel, Isaiah, Ezekiel, those books. The books that Jesus taught from, Joel, Habakkuk, Amos, almost all of the books talk about the end of days. And I was thinking about what to what to say, and it was just the reality of what is happening. And I've had a couple of dreams recently that were so real, I felt like I was thrown in my bed when I woke up. I was actually physically tired. And that one, I, I don't know if that one's to share. That was almost too much to share. I don't know if I can even make sense out of it. It was dreams in dreams. I would wake up in the dream to like another level of the dream thinking, wow, that was a really intense dream, and then waking up from the next dream, realizing I was still in a dream, and it went on for a while. And I know it happened between 5 and 7 a.m. in the morning, because when I woke up it was 7, and I had woken up prior and fallen asleep right around 5 o'clock. I looked at the clock. I've heard some other people talking about dreams that have been taking place between 5 and 7. I don't know the significance of that, it's just an interesting time. I've noted it, it was that two-hour window. I talked about the one where my dad had showed me something, the spirit that I recognized as my dad. I didn't see his face, I just felt like it was my dad. And it was where it said, the end is near, and then there was a series of things, and then it came back down to 22. 
when I woke up, that's all I could remember. I was 22. I know there's more to it. And then there was the part about watch the TV for some kind of update, something along those lines. I, I don't recall exactly what it was, but it was something about, so you'll see it on TV. And I pointed to the Super Bowl, and there was a tremendous amount that happened at the Super Bowl, and that was on, that had the 22,000 fans, and I've talked about that before. But I'm hearing some other dreams and some people that are giving prophecies, and it's, some of it's lining up. There's a, there's a lot that are, I don't know, I don't spend a lot of time on it. There's a few that I've seen that I'm like, okay, let's see what you got to say. One of them is God's Healer 7, if you want to look that up. She's got a YouTube and a Facebook channel. And today I came across Dana Ashley. She does a video about the nanoparticles and she interviews a guy that was setting up HARP. I'll link it in here and I won't, I won't talk about it too much. But it was, it's from a year ago and it's before a lot of this happened, but it's talking about the same thing that we're seeing in people and the effects that it would have and people would be dying from it. It's a weapon. It's coming at us from all fronts. I spoke about it and I don't know if it's available anymore. It was a talk I did. This just happened. As I was talking, the reality set in of what was going to be taking place. It's going to be coming from all angles and it is. And it's only beginning. And it's time for us to grasp that. To deal with that reality that it is going to be getting tough. And if you haven't prepared yourself for that mentally or spiritually, it's time now. And a couple of things that popped up, and I don't want, I'm not setting dates, I'm just pointing some things out. I've had a feeling that something's coming very soon, for a while, and it has been, it's been transpiring. And I noticed one thing, there was somebody who was going through a list of deaths from the vax, and it started on the week of Saturnalia. I talked about that for a while. I knew something was going to be happening the week of Saturnalia. It was the Great Conjunction, Saturnalia, a.k.a. Christmas. And it seems like things kicked into warp drive. That's when warp speed really started showing its impact and people started getting the shots and dying. But it's more than that. It's the tests. It's the spraying in the sky. And that's what some of that other video talks about. I know most people probably think it's not legitimate, but spend some time looking at the sky and you will start to see things that you probably hadn't noticed before or you looked at before and just blew it off. But now it's not really ignorable. The other day I took a couple of pictures of the sky and I looked in one and I, I noticed things that I did not realize. I just took the picture because there was really weird patterns in the clouds and I zoomed in and I wish I could show the picture. And it's like a really bad Photoshop where somebody was trying to cut and paste clouds. There's squares and there's different shapes and it's like there's seams in the sky and there's a few spots where these silver orbs that they show that now the Navy is releasing saying, yeah, UFOs are here and we've even been working on their 
technology because we've rec recovered some parts from crash sites, etc. I mean, we're getting close to something that's going to be revealed that's going to shock most. And a lot of people have had dreams and visions where they're seeing like New York being washed away by a tidal wave or a tsunami and all these different things and all the movies about asteroids. <clears throat> My visions were different. I saw similar things, but I didn't have the same viewpoint. I don't know what that means for them, for me. I'm just noting that they're different. But one thing I want to share is in this God's Healer, that's why I'm bringing her up, God's Healer 7. She was talking about, she said she got a, a message or a vision, and it was referring back to the sign in the sky that happened on September 23rd, 2017. It was a constellation. You may have remembered hearing about it in the news. Look it up. Look up what happened. It was the constellation, the sign of the woman, September 23rd, 2017. There's plenty about it. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about it. But I will point out this, <clears throat> because it points to Revelation 12. I'm just going to read this, because this is what the whole event at the time was pointing to. And a lot of people have forgotten about it. It seems like people have very short memories, including myself at times. But this is the woman and the dragon. This is the beginning of chapter 12 of Revelation. And a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pangs and the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his, on his heads seven diadems. His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she, was, where she has a place prepared by God in which she has to be nourished for 1260 days. Now she was saying that she was pointed back to this as a sign, that this was the Revelation 12 sign of the woman. So I'd been thinking about that, and I decided to count from that day, where are we at? Well, right now, so if you count the three years, 2017 to 2020, the September 23rd, do the 365, but then you have to add, last year was a leap year, so add one more day, and then you count up to where we're at right now, there's 14 days left until that time in which the woman was nourished would come to an end, the 1260 days. That day is March 6th, three six, three sixes. And after that, now a war rose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But 
he was defeated and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who was called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to encourage you to. It seems that we're, that's where we're at. That's what it feels like. The main thing is just getting across the point, because I know most people that I talk to just will not quite, they'll kind of acknowledge it, but they won't really let it sink in that Things will never be the same. I remember talking to a neighbor over a year ago when all the lockdowns happened. She asked, she said something like, well, it's not the end of the world. I said, it is. Nothing will ever be the same. It'll, we're never going back to what it was. They even told us it's the new normal. I was talking with a friend earlier, and I had a dream last night, and I don't re remember all of the dream, but I remember waking up, and I had this on my mind. It was, the fruits of the Spirit are portals. That's basically what my dream came to that conclusion when I woke up. Fruits of the Spirit are portals. And when I was talking to a friend about it, it just came out as I was talking, on earth as it is in heaven. It's what we know, it's what we believe, what we think in our actions and our words. I was trying to figure out what exactly, to, how to tie this all together, and then I realized, <laughs> I was looking through and I had looked up Revelation 12, but I had accidentally typed in, or inadvertently, I didn't realize I was doing it, typed in Matthew 12. So I scrolled down to verse 33, and I think I realized why. The title of this section, depending on the translation you're looking at, is A Tree is Known by Its Fruit. <laughs> So I'm going to read this. This is what Jesus said. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, heart the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasures brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. What is it that you are saying? What is your profession? What do you profess? What do you spend your time on? What do you talk about? Because we are told, out of the abundance, the mouth speaks. And the fruits of the Spirit are portals. What you 
know what you believe, what you what your actions are, what you say, determine or tell, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And in judgment, we will either be justified or condemned by what we have been saying. And I mentioned it in the, in the previous one, they will eat their words. What is it you speak? What is the condition of your heart? What do you know? What do you believe? What have you spent your time on learning? Have you outsourced all of that to someone else that did not necessarily have your best interest in mind? Have you been deceived? Because we're there. We are at the time the judgment is happening. The purge has started. It's whether or not we want to acknowledge it or not, to truly believe that's what's taking place because we're seeing it. The world is locked down. People are dying. I have, I've been seeing all these accounts of different things, different people and the reactions that they're getting from the tests and the vax, the vaccine. The other day I was talking with a couple of people that Two of them are in the medical industry. And they agreed and they said, what's it going to be like when a third of the population dies? That was their conclusion. The other person said that she actually knows a healthy 25-year-old fireman that died in his sleep within 12 hours of getting the second dose. This is happening. Are you ready for it? Have you prepared your mind, your heart, your soul? What is it that you profess? What's manifesting out of the words that come out of your mouth? Will those words condemn you or justify you? If we eat our words, will you enjoy that meal? Or is it going to be really a bitter pill to swallow? time that we really take an inventory and let the reality of the situation and the times that we are in sink in. But I want to share something I, I saw the other day. It was a, I'd woken up and I was thinking about Aramaic because it was the language that Jesus spoke. At least that's the best I can find. That's what he spoke. And he was in the land of Rome, so it would have been Latin and Aramaic, not all the Hebrew and Greek that people run around with. But they were in a, a village in Syria that's, been, that's maintained Aramaic, and it's, they've been under attack. Syria, you can see why they're probably being beaten up so hard, but there's a, quite a bit of Aramaic actually still is spoken there. But they showed a scene with a shepherd. They had interviewed him. He actually seemed like a very happy, pleasant man. 
And as he'd walk, he'd talk, and the sheep would just follow him. He didn't have to push him, didn't have to convince him. They just followed him, and he watched out for him. They trusted him. And as he was walking, the sheep were following, following him, and he was speaking, but it had the subtitles, and it said, Come to the meadow. Come drink and dance. And I couldn't help but just see that being what Jesus wants to do for us, to be our shepherd, for us to follow him so he can lead us to the meadow where we can drink and dance. The world's trying to kill us. Jesus just wants us to follow him. He'll bring us to the meadow to come drink and dance. Have you considered it? Have you considered the, how you've spent your life, the time you've spent, and what you've spent it on? Do you think about what you say? Do you think about the example we're given, what's called the Ten Commandments? Have you read through what that actually is? Have you taken the time to actually read what Jesus taught us? So much effort is put into just focusing on his birthday, which is the wrong day. His death and resurrection, which is on the wrong day. They call it Christmas and Easter. Neither are the right days. But it ignores, it jumps over the in-between. The whole time that he spent teaching. We have that. That's why he came to set the record straight and then be an atonement. Have you read it? Do you believe it? Do you know it? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It will either be our judgment or justification. What you profess. Godspeed.